Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Rise and shine, rise and shine. Hey, hearty, wake up. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, we're about to begin boarding. If we could ask for your cooperation, would you all please remain seated? Well, how'd you sleep last night? I don't believe that's any of your business. <laughs> if you go to a Bansy Fall and you want to have a Prance and Hansel all in pub with you, don't forget to slop your dripper. <laughs> Good night, Linger. What's for breakfast? Good apples, bacon, and biscuits. Well, forget the apples. Slap some bacon on a biscuit. Let's go. You're on the high ground with Craig Flowers. Hi, Henderson. Good morning. Uh, gosh, a tough night for you last night. I'm glad you bounced back. Don't think that's it. Allons-y! morning texas and good morning texans and everybody getting here as fast as you possibly can and boy there's a lot of you but remember why you came and remember what you left and don't mess with texas yes indeed there there may be a lot of states that are great but as we know there's only one great state learn it know it live it Live, local, and digital, 1019 FM 1049 AM 1260, streaming live on the Horn app and at hornfm.com. Good morning. My name is Craig Flowers. You're listening to The High Ground from the banks of 360, pushing the buttons, as they say up in Schenectady, is T.Y. Henderson coming off a, uh, man, kind of a late night morning. I I, want to hear at some point, T.Y., what time you actually... uh, Pulled the plug and called it uh, called it a night. I want to I want to know that. Uh, it was it was pretty late, but yeah, we'll we'll talk about it. Okay, it's pretty late or pretty early, depending on early. Your pers- you'd probably pretty you'd, you'd probably say early. Yeah, that's uh, seated to my right, your left, a very special operations helicopter pilot who flew both for the Navy and the Army with 10, 10 combat deployments, played cornerback for the UC Davis Aggies. Oh, but now he's the pride of East Austin, and yeah, he's got that, he's got that cold and hot tub right there, in the heart of the ATX. He is the founder of an incredible podcast. It uh, has his own home studio now, Clifford Studios. Well, everybody's talking about him. The one, the only, Jamie. Good morning, my friend. Good morning. The only thing that I don't have is a pair of headphones. My dog ate them. What? Yeah, CJ. All of them? Uh, no, 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 no. Just my uh, my workout headphones. The, the Your earbuds. earbuds. Yeah. Oh, she, okay. She ripped them out of the wall on the on the counter. Uh, they were charging. She ate the case, and I think I turned I turned my uh, 
I tried to see if I could listen to him in her stomach, but I, <laughs> I don't. Really? Yeah, I don't know I if mean, she ate him or not. I can't find him. She ate the case. She ate the electrical plug. She ate the actual earbuds, and yeah. Sounds That's, like you need to feed that dog. I feed that dog all the time. She's like 110 she's pounds. She's actually a little overweight. Yeah, she has to, the vet said she's got to lose like five or six pounds. Yeah. She's uh she's a puppy. She's just like a monster puppy. How in the world does she consume plastic like that? I don't know. She's a Rottweiler. They do they have a different they have like three stomachs, four stomachs, like a cow, I'm not sure. She loves T Y though. She does. She goes crazy when Ty comes over. Just like loses her mind. She's like, Oh my gosh. We have a great relationship. <laughs> She's a very nice. She's a, one of my favorite all-time dogs. She's like, you smell like dog. That probably helps. Morty, Morty Unleashed is the name of your podcast, Jamie Frazier. And uh, what's the latest drop? I saw one. Uh, the last one was on, the uh, on, on yeah. The social. The last one was with uh, the chief Texan, um, and then we had uh, two guys. One guy that came out that was uh, that had canceled. So we're gonna do like three this week. Um, the, oh. And yeah, the we have some guy that was on Shark Tank that we're gonna have on. Interesting, hmm. yeah. Doctor. Fascinating. Well, I just got back from uh, the big country. I was out in Amarillo, Amarillo, and then Lubbock at Friendship High School, spelled F R E N Ship High School, home of the great David Thomas. Uh, what an incredible facility they have. I mean, that high school, six, I was in the ninth grade center where we ate um, lunch. We had 120 campers that they aired out, receivers and quarterbacks. Been doing it now for over 30 years, uh, based out of Abilene, uh, airitout.org. But the ninth grade center, Jamie, was, it was better than many, not just some, but many you know, D3, D2 programs that I have uh, had the privilege of visiting campuses. And I just can't, Friendship High School, man, if Lubbock is growing, of course, all roads uh, lead to Lubbock, uh, we're told. And it's the, the number of homes and traffic and infrastructure going out there is, but I got to tell you, I'm exhausted, man. Uh, it's been, the, the grind is in June of the air it out camps where we're going to probably work with over 1200 quarterbacks and receivers, mostly across the great state. Although they had some from some flew in from as far as New York, but New York city, but uh, no out of Rochester, New York, in fact, home of Kodak. That's where Kodak was founded, but the kids coming in from New Mexico, Colorado, and uh, yeah, one kid, you just had, Jamie, a, I had, just had a text come in and want to, explain what's the difference between the camp and the academy yeah so the the camps are two-day camps where they're not overnight camps but um the the camps are sign up online uh show up quarterback receiver you know meet meet the bring all the stuff that you need and away we go um the academy you actually have to get a, a letter of recommendation root word academic uh, letter of recommendation from your football coach and and it's not an application but you have to kind of write a letter because that's that's really it, it meets uh six times a, a year on weekends 
starting in January, and it's staggered because you've got the young ones, the, the seventh, eighth, and ninth graders, and then you've got the sophomores and juniors. So it's 25 quarterbacks, 25 receivers from each group, the littles and then the bigs, and we meet uh, once a weekend um, or for w- one weekend a month, God, one weekend a month, and then we all get together, all 50 quarterbacks and receivers from the 7th to the 12th, 11th grade in July. And so that'll happen the 9th and 10th of July where all of the academy kids come in. Now, the academy kids, uh, you know, many of them have been with us since the 7th grade. Um, A couple names come to mind that listeners may be familiar with. Coy Aiken, who will be uh, the – number one or number two targeted receiver out of Texas Tech. He'll wear number eight and won a state championship at Stephenville High School. His dad's the head rodeo coach at Tarleton. He actually came out, Jamie, and spoke to the the campers in Lubbock. Uh, We've had names you would know, um, Case Keenum, uh, Colt McCoy, Ryan Tannehill, David Thomas, of course, Cody Hodges, uh, there have been a, a bunch of names in, in the quarterback side that you would recognize. Maybe not so much on the receiver side, although David Thomas obviously stands out. But um, anyway, that's the difference between the academy and the the football camps. The academy, we spend more time on leader development, character development. David Thomas does route tree, more film breakdown. They they work through an after-action review process. It, It's more um, strategic in its approach, whereas the camps are a lot of reps, a lot of physical reps. But, man, it it was 109 degrees in Lubbock on uh, Wednesday. It was set set some sort of record out there. Man, we were smoked. I got to tell you, a couple coaches started seeing spots, and that's never a good sign. You guys Uh, have uh, cold tubs out there? No, we don't, but we break them often and in shade with um, ice cold uh, Gatorade. But uh, you got to pay attention, as you know. I mean, I, I've gotten close to a heat injury. I've actually had a cold hypothermia, cold injury training, but the the heat injury stuff can slip up on you because you don't you don't feel thirsty. So hydration, hydration. It was it was hot, man, and I'm it, it's taken me a couple of days to recover, but. Uh, here we are uh, together once again. We will not have a show next Saturday, but I've got a lot of stuff I want to cover with you. Part of the post-lunch aired out at camps, uh, I get to share some stories with the campers about football, about life, about a number of different things. Um, and this particular story that I shared this week involved a, a Longhorn legend that listeners are familiar with. Uh, Chisos Boots will bring this story to us. Chisos, Jamie and I both wear Chisos. We wear them often. In fact, I'll have Chisos Boots on up in Cody, Wyoming next week at the uh, Celebrities for a Cause supporting Special Olympics up in Wyoming. I'm going up to MC and and kind of host some of these guys with Jeff Fry. We'll, we'll be representing the Chisos family, the Chisos community right there in the heart of Texas as Jamie, you say, uh, like leather slippers, there's no break-in period. Just put them on and go. You'll forget you're wearing boots. The most comfortable and classic cowboy boot that a Texan can wear, Chisos, C-H-I-S-O-S. 
brings us the Chisos Boots Morning Story. The Morning Story. Blake Gideon, Coach Gideon, as many Longhorn fans know him now, of course those that followed him when during his playing years, remembers him as a two-time captain and just a remarkable career. Blake Gideon, his father Steve Gideon, was the head football coach at Leander before he retired to take care of the family farm and ranch. Blake Gideon, he retired in October of 2013, but in October of 2012, he was acquired by the Denver Broncos as a member of the practice squad. Each NFL team has a practice squad going from eight to ten players. Blake Gideon, of course, was a great player. And the Broncos needed a practice player. They hired him as he came into Denver and processed and went and got all of his gear, had his physical, and signed all the paperwork and contract. The administrator who had guided him through that process, as BK would say, said the team is out practicing right now, but they'll come in for lunch in about 30 minutes or so. Why don't you go ahead through the cafeteria with your tray, get lunch, and the team will come in and join you shortly. You'll get to meet some of them. Then the nervous, the nervous Blake Gideon did exactly that, went to the cafeteria and got his tray, worked his way through the lunch. And then as most introverts, most new members of any team do, most students in the classroom, he sat in the far back right of the cafeteria, which is where we're told as educators, as coaches, as mentors, that's where people sit that uh, don't want to be really recognized, don't want to be called on the far back right of the room. Oh, practice did in, and as the players came in through the cafeteria, one of the first players through was Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning went through with his tray, and as he exited the food line and stood for a moment and kind of scoured the field, almost like looking at the defensive set, he noticed a, a new player, a name, a face that he didn't recognize, seated in the far back right of the cafeteria. Oh, sure, there were some starters seated over in the cafeteria to the left, but Peyton Manning recognized this was the newest member of the team, somebody he needed to know. He made a beeline straight over to Blake Gideon, sat down, introduced himself, first and last name, and welcomed Blake Gideon to the Denver Broncos. I paraphrase, but it went something like this. We're so glad you're here. You're going to help us win a Super Bowl. The role that you're going to play on this practice squad is really going to give us a competitive edge. You get the idea. Other members of the starting Denver Broncos would come through after Peyton Manning, and they would pause with their tray full of food, lunch. And they would look over and see their starting quarterback seating with a, a new guy, a new member. Well, where do you think they went? They went over and joined their starting quarterback and the newest member of the practice squad. The second and third order effects you see of, of going to a new member of any organization and welcoming them and letting them know that they're going to be an important part of this team. The second and third order effects start to start to impact others on the organization. And before he knew it, Blake Eden was seated with 10, 12 starters on both not only the offense and the defense. Oh, they were getting to know the newest member of the practice squad. They were demonstrating that they were going to care for him because they knew that afternoon practice they were going to challenge the newest member. No care, then challenge. 
I say that because we give this presentation and air it out after every lunch break, and it may be our sixth or seventh camp, but for many of these campers, it's their first. So we have to remind ourselves as coaches that we can't become lethargic and kind of work our way through each one of these camps. But when we tell this story to the campers to remind them that when they return back to school, which won't be far off, when they go back to school, there will be new members to their school, like Blake Gideon. Average organizations will just look at that newest member and say, oh, they'll figure it out. Oh, they'll figure it out. Who is that? I don't know, but they'll figure it out. They must be new here. But elite teams that Jamie and I have had the pleasure of serving alongside, well, elite teams go to that newest member, go to that newest student, go to that newest team member, that new coach, that new teacher, that new member of the corporation and sit down with them and get to know them and then care for them because just down the road, they're going to have to challenge them. Formula no care challenge. It's not a secret, but it's how the most elite teams on the planet behave. Westlake High School has a great program called Newcomers Entering Westlake. And if you're going to that high school, Newcomers Entering Westlake is a great service organization to be a part of. They want to make sure that every new family moving into the Haynes ISD uh, that they feel known, recognized. There's no, they'll figure it out. They actually put a process in place that they can trust. And that's the Chiso's Boots morning story. Blake Gideon, what a great coach there. Safety coach, Jamie, for the Texas Longhorns. Are you? Uh, don't you have a, a camp coming up with uh, Jeff Fry, too, coming up? Yeah, I, I got to tell you, I am, I have, my truck is a mess right now. The difference between your truck and my truck, your truck is always spotless, organized. Everything is squared away. If you looked at my truck right now, you would be embarrassed for me. It looks like a, an office, a traveling office, because it is a traveling office. But Jeff Fry comes in tomorrow. He's going to pick me up, and we're headed to Cody, Wyoming. It's about 18-hour drive from what I can gather. And I've never been to Cody, Wyoming. Have you ever been up there? Have you ever flown into Cody? Have you ever had a reason to fly into Wyoming? Jackson Hole. That's it. What did you do in Jackson Hole? Went skiing. Hmm. Well, we're going up there for this event called Celebrities for a Cause. And I'm having dinner Monday night with Wes Welker and his wife. Wes Welker, uh, I didn't know this, but he's the owner of uh, Thoroughbred. And I love the name of this thoroughbred, Undrafted. (laughs) (laughs) And uh, Undrafted has done quite well. He's nearly won $2 million as a thoroughbred. I mean, he's a heck. I look forward to talking about thoroughbreds, Kentucky Derby, and uh, confidence game and Undrafted. But another guy that's going to be up there is Hacksaw Jim Duggan. Boy, that'll make you smile. I don't think there's any kid around our age, Jamie, that knew Hacksaw or didn't walk around pretending they had a two-by-four over their shoulder with their thumb up, tongue stuck out of their one side of their mouth, acting like Hacksaw. Hacksaw Jim Duggan's actually from New York. His dad was a police chief, and uh, I've never met him, but he's going to be up there. And um, There's MLB, NBA, NFL, and professional wrestlers up there. And Why I'm up going up there, I think I'm, I'm going to MC or give an 
keynote or something for the event. There's a golf tournament. We're going to go fly fishing. And um, there's something else that, that uh, anyway, Jeff Fry's coming up tomorrow. We've got the long, oh, the, the rodeo. There's a rodeo up there. We'll be back from the banks of 360. So much to talk about. I got to talk about this. Dilfer, did you see that thing I sent you, T.Y., on Dilfer? You got to check it out at the break. T.Y. This is Trace Atkins wishing my friend Craig Flowers all the best in Austin, Texas. I'll see you on the high ground. Jamie, what a year for watermelon. It's, why is that? Well, whenever you're out there, Amarillo, Lubbock, all these other places, that, that's often a place where the ripest watermelons, you know, come up from the valley. I'm telling you, I have eaten some of the best watermelons in the last two weeks uh, up there. And I, is it get watermelon right now? It's a great year for watermelon. Um, and I've I've got two of them in there right now that I've got ready to go. Fry's coming in here this afternoon, and I've got a uh, venison backstrap that I've been. Um, working on and preparing that I'm going to cook us up tonight. We're going to watch the first game of the championship series between LSU and Florida. S-E-C. Yeah, you're not going to, you know, you're not going to chant S-E-C. You will. Hate to say it, but you will. Um, no, you don't want to. Even, even Miss Beth, even Miss Beth, who's from OU, she's like, oh, I can't believe we're going to the S-E-C. It's, it's a... Hey, it's a double-edged sword there. Uh, it just costs more and means more, evidently, in the SEC. It's just a matter of time, Ty. It's kind of like – it's when, it, like, a new vehicle comes out, Jamie, the new – you know, when you see, like, a Jeep, you know, comes out with a truck or you see you see all the – and you're like, man, that ah, that's an ugly truck. I can't believe they can. Then over time, you start going, Oops, truck's not that bad. Next thing you know, you, you're looking at them and test driving them and – you're talking Just a like matter the, of time before Ty is yelling SEC. You're talking like the pacer, the gremlin. <laughs> the pacer. Oh, the pacer. I think, it, remember SSPs? Mm-mm. This, this SSP was this thing that it was like a, oh, man, I had so much fun with SSPs. You would uh, it had this thing that you would like, do in my hands as if you could see me doing it, but it was this little car, a little, little toy, but. Uh, you like pull this little revving thing and then set it on the the biggest problem with the SSPs where they would go in the gutters and then you're on the street and you'd lose your SSP. But yeah, one of the SSPs was in the shape of a pacer, <laughs> the pacer, like the Ford Pinto. Remember the Ford oh, Pinto? Pintero, yeah, Pinto. There was some about those Pintos I remember that they're they were blowing, exploding. Yeah, they're blowing up. Uh, their gas tank yeah yeah nothing but yeah. Uh, great cars sorry uh, jamie you don't you don't prepare much uh um for anything you're right venison <laughs> you don't prepare any uh wild game no for you you, you, you stick to domestic stuff right yeah. steaks and barbecue yeah. i've got this back strap that's huge that i'm gonna i'm gonna, I'm gonna work on it it's going to be great tonight. I'll just send you pictures of it. Fireworks. I heard you guys talking about fireworks on the ugly tailgate. Yeah. 
Oh my gosh. I worked in a fireworks stand in Arkansas when I was 15. How'd that go? And, well, the, evidently the, the margins on fireworks must be ridiculously high because you can't shoot a bottle rocket off this time of year without hitting a fireworks stand. But people would buy stupid, they would spend stupid money on fireworks. Ty, don't, don't waste your money on fireworks. Uh, uh, I, I like setting them off, but yeah, they're expensive. Not worth it. Boom, boom, and it's over. And then, you know, you, it's kind of like, you know, you wake up the next day and then you don't have any money you just, and you got a gross <laughs> of fireworks. But I was working in this fireworks tent in, in North Little Rock in Pulaski County, right outside of, right near Sylvan Hills High School, which were, was where I attended for three years. And it was all great um, selling fireworks, working for this guy that owned the fireworks stand. And then suddenly out in the parking lot, someone started shooting bottle rockets into the fireworks stand. And that was a significant emotional event for a 15-year-old going, hmm, it's probably not a wise thing to do. Jamie, uh, did, I, I texted you and T.Y. this tweet of a video of the head football coach at the University of Alabama, Birmingham, who is named Trent Dilfer, head coach now. Big name. Everybody knows who that is if you follow along. And he is quoted in his videos here. You can go to it, at Dilfer's Dimes. He says, I dare, in capitals, I dare coaches to come. Try, I dare coaches to try to take my players. Because evidently right now, it's cray-cray out there. There are no rules and regulations. And everybody's poaching off of everybody else's rosters on you occasion. Got, you got to have a recruiter and a retention guy. That's right. It, it brings different – yeah, retention exact, is exactly right. Talent retention coordinator. Yeah. But Dilfer's saying, if any coach comes in and messes with our roster, I'm – I'm calling you out by name on ESPN. I'm put. I'm not. I'm not doing this unspoken rule. You know, not calling out names. He goes. I. I, I don't. I don't care about going to a Power Five. I'm. I want to be right here in Birmingham with my grandson, coaching UAB football. And if you come after our player and start probing our roster, well, you're going to get called out. I think coaches are going to have to get to that point. I know for a well, fact. Well, I mean, what James, good is it going to do for him? Call him out. They'll still do it. I mean, if that guy is so talented and you need him you make to make a good point, yeah. If you need him to complete your, you know, team that you're building for that year, there's nothing's going to stop you. You can call me out all day long as long as I'm not breaking any NCAA rules, you know. Which there are none. Yeah. You make a good point right there. Okay, Dilfer. Yeah, call him out. Jamie Frazier, coach at uh, Jamie Frazier at, at Bird Slap University, just came in. And offered our backup quarterback, yada, yada, yada. NIL deals, you go, whatever. You go, yeah, yeah we're, we think he's a great player, and yeah. he's really developed under Coach Dilfer at UAB, and uh, we'd be flattered if he came and joined our program. We, we appreciate all your hard work, sir. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. Yeah. Call him out. That's fine. They're probably expecting that, you know, so. Somebody's going to break the seal. It looks like Dilfer is loaded up to do that. Yeah, but or he's gonna, he may, or he's gonna get his, his feelings hurt. Either way, you make a great point, Jamie. Yeah. So what? Call, call me out. Yeah. 
Oh, well. And I know for a fact, listen to this. This is unbelievable. Here's what you learn when you're out, out and about with these football coaches. A backup quarterback, a backup quarterback for a Power 5 school turned down half a million dollars to go to an SEC school that needed a quarterback. I know all the names. I know all the schools. Not going to say them. But he turned down. He was offered half a million dollars to go to an SEC school that needed a quarterback. Instead, where he is, they circled the wagons and they matched or figured out a way to compensate through the the guys of NIL to keep him there. But you, you've got now, you've got schools in the SEC, again, where it just costs more, that are just openly, blatantly going, here's half a milli to come uh, come be our quarterback. You're gonna sit you're gonna sit the bench this year. You're a great player. You're an NFL prospect, but you're not gonna start this year. Come for us, you'll be our starter and we'll give you half a mil. Well, I mean, they they should have they should have seen this coming at the NCAA just sat, did nothing and you know, I can't blame a coach. He's trying to put the the best team out there. He wants to keep coaching, you know, mm-hmm. and that's what it comes down to right now is recruiting, getting the best players that you that are available for you know the spots you need. And you know, it's, welcome to the new the new game of college football. It's the minor league NFL, and it's not just football. Look at Skeens, the number one arm for LSU. Who's sure. God? Wait, he's six six two seventy played a year at Air Force where he was their number one arm and their catcher, starting catcher. Skeens is un- unbelievable. He's a phenomenal, just once-in-a-lifetime type guy. Did he go but, straight to, or did he go to the prep school and then the academy? I don't know. You know. I think he went straight to the academy, but I don't know. But I watched him play uh, when he was with the Air Force Academy. But Skeens, you know, I was told it's got $400,000. Uh, offered $400,000 to leave the Air Force Academy and come to the LSU, again, uh, in the SEC, where it just costs more. And now he's going to be uh, – so my point is – and then you hear the head coach for LSU at the end of an incredible game, probably one of the best baseball college baseball games ever played, you know, that head coach saying, hey, if you're in the portal right now we, and you want to win a championship and you've got – you know, we, we want to hear from you. I mean, he just uses openly recruiting. We'll be back from the banks of 360. T.Y. Henderson, want to know what time you got in this morning. And getting in early this morning. What time did you make it home, my friend? Uh, about three thirty. Two thirty. Jamie and I have not done that lately. Three thirty. Oh, Jamie, when was the last time you saw three thirty a.m. In three thirty a.m. I can't remember. Yeah. That... Maybe, maybe a dog waking you up or something. Yeah. You needed no. to go out. No. Mm-mm. 
She's There's good. no way I could do that now. I, although there is that point at, at, at night, like at mid, it happens to me right around midnight, midnight 30, something like that. Boom, that old second wind kicks in. And then you're good for like, that's what you were waiting on, T.Y., for that second wind to kick in. And then it did. And now here you are. Um, oh, I'm making I rec- it. I'm making it right now. I'm, gonna, I'm, gonna t- I'm definitely going to have to take a nap. You sound like it. I wish we had this on Twitch. Yeah, you're making it. You look amazing. I, no- I noticed, Jamie, they don't put Twitch on for the weekend shows. No, no, There's they a shouldn't. Yeah, they're, I vote they're... against it. Yeah. Oh, there's a reason. Get you some watermelon, T.Y., and and do something like you can't. You, I know you probably haven't considered this, but you ought to put some lemon, squeeze some lemon on the watermelon. Okay, interesting. Oh, it's earth-shattering. You'll never, you'll never go back. you that as well? Yeah, you'll never go back. It's amazing. It I'm, is. I'm intrigued now. Yeah, try it. Go get me you a watermelon. You won't believe it. Yep, you're going to love it. You're going to... It fundamentally just it, it takes watermelon to an elite I think, level. I think you should go first to the Pedialyte aisle. I yeah. I had a Hat Creek burger earlier <laughs> delivered here. I'm drinking some water. I'm took some Advil. I'm taking a good nap. Nap time. It's one of my favorite burgers, by the way, Hat Creek. It's I'm, a great burger. I love that hat. Oh, that's an unbelievable burger. Big hat. When you extra get- veggies plus jalapenos, mustard only. Send it. When did you get that uh, burger? What time did they open? Oh, I ordered it at like 8.30. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. It's nice and fresh. Look at you. Probably got the first burger of the day. Probably the best That may have been. Burger number one. You may have gotten burger number one. Hey, Miss um, Beth went to an Earth, Wind, and Fire concert last night. At well, they're a new band. Casino. That's new. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She's just one of her bucket list she wanted to. Michael McDonald and Earth, Wind, and Fire were the two she wanted to go see. Did you, were you on Craig Way's show this week? Was I on it? Yeah, weren't you doing the... I know Ty did his music picks for this week. No, and you know what's, what? I'm, I spent a lot of time on that music survey, Yeah, and I loved it. And we did it live with, with, with C-Dub in, in studio. And then that's the night that the lights went out and... Austin and there's no copy of oh, that's mine. Right. so oh, there were yeah. people going hey we want to listen and it's a gone Johnny so I'm gonna I'm gonna plead with the great C-Dub I'm gonna plead with Craig Way and see if I can redo the music survey Craig Way please let me come in and do it one more time so that there's a record of this for my children future grandchildren and those 18 listeners out there and <laughs> Fast drop that want to want to hear more about. The, actually, we have more listeners than we than we think. I think Jamie Craig, Craig isn't Craig way on vacation. He is. Yeah. He's headed to the Carolinas. Carolinas. Yeah, he'll come back with tales of different barbecue from Carolina, the different types there, which we cannot relate to because yeah. for us, it's all about the bark. Yeah, he's. Uh, I mean, when is the Big Twelve uh, media days? Media days, like the twenty first, twenty something. Coming up yeah. here, really, in like a month. Yeah. That's right around quarter. Everybody's taking vacation. Bucky's out next week, all week. Where's Bucky going? Nowhere. He's saying he's in town. <laughs> He'll probably be around here. T-Y. But here's here's what I tell J- Jamie. Maybe you've got some advice for the young T-Y there. Because I heard you mention, you know, everyone's going on these vacations. and But 
you're 25 years old. 26. I don't recall going on a vacation as a young adult in my early 20s. Oh, I, I haven't. I haven't in a long time. Or in a long time. Well, what's, I, a long, what's a long time in 25 I went, years? I, I went to Vegas with my mom and my grand, grandma. Um, you just I love your like, grandma. For, you know, it was like three days. You just did a, a Dallas vacay. I, yeah, I'll go to I'll go to Fort Worth or Dallas for the weekend, but that's just taking a day day really a day off work, not getting paid here with you guys. They sent me to Egypt for a year and a half. Was that a big? <laughs> it depends on how you look at it. Uh, no. It's a paid I vacation. Your, I, lo- I love your grandma, Ty. I can't. I want to meet your grandma someday. She sounds she's like a good woman. Quite a quite a gal. Put 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 some lemon on your watermelon. Introduce that to your to your grandma. Hey, um, when you went to Vegas, Ty. Did you wear anything similar to what Grady D wore at the NBA draft? <laughs> uh, no, I wish I would, though. If I hey, Let me ask you this. I was fitted for that. Let me ask you this. Does that ever get worn again? No, you, you, you frame that. <laughs> you frame it? That's what I would do. I think you, <sighs> you sell it. I'd, I'd sell it, maybe. I mean, I, it was it was a pretty snazzy snazzy get up there. I, you could pull, I could it. you could you pull that off? Uh, I I mean I I've been known to, to you, teeter on the edge of you like mention yeah you mentioned that you went to your prom and black, black on black on black on black yeah. yeah I was like I was looking good what kind of what kind yellow, of ki- what kind yellow of kicks, rose what kind of kicks did you have um just some nice dress black dress shoes I, know, I thought you'd go like with high top something no no no. Don't want to ruin More it. classic than that. That's right. Les Miserables. Yeah. Les Miserables. Yeah. <laughs> Did you get a chance, uh, Craig, to listen to um, to the great T.Y.'s uh, list of music that he 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 took the Craig Way test? And the survey? The music survey? Yeah. Yeah. Is it is it up on the, the, the podcast? It is. It is. Tab? Mm-hmm. How do I find it? Because sometimes you... It, you, you got to commit some time to navigate through the well website any, to get what you need. If you have Spotify or Apple Apple Podcasts, it's on there. It should be hour two of Light the Tower on Friday, or if you can go to the Horn website and the megaphone tab there, and it, it's hour two. Just look for Ty. Did you hear it, Jamie? I did. I was listening. Uh, There's two Ty's on the show yesterday. Ty Harrington. Yeah, I listened to my the twin. Second. My twin brother. Yeah, y'all look. Very similar. It's it's striking. It struck me when we when I sat across from him. I hadn't seen him since we played against each other in the eighties, and then had lunch with him at New Braunfels. And I walked in, and we looked at each other, and I kind of went, "Well, this is weird." <laughs> it's like looking in a mirror. Uh, um, yeah, I, I'm going to go back and listen to that. Jamie, was it a good listen? Yeah, Ty is very eclectic. That's the best word I can describe with Ty's uh, taste in music. He's uh, he's got he covers all the bases though. Interesting. He's got a lot of different levels to him. If you do any research of his background in high school, you can find out what a complicated young man this was, who was um, playing for the playing for the shaps and, and then doing interested and du- in, yeah they into dungeons and dragons and uh, uh, no i played some world of warcraft though uh, not dungeons and dragons little uh little acting bug too that's right did some theater yeah i've always been a fan i like of, that. big big fan I of like theater that. yeah me too 
I like that. I wish uh, I would have done more of that. Westlake is not wasting money on the the bad arts you guys do. You guys got a pretty interesting high school over there. Yeah, it's it's high school musical. That's right. T.Y. Famous. Both of our daughters were in those. those, And those those are more like Broadway plays. I mean, they're they're serious. They could could months of of work goes into that. I like every and they day. They sell after out school. every 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 performance sells out. I mean, at one point the cost of this theater t- they probably mark them up. <laughs> I got ticket scalpers for the high school theater in the parking lot selling tickets because it's sold out. I mean, they're really good. They're over the. T- I mean, seriously, I, there's the budget has got to be extraordinary uh, because the costumes alone are top-notch i think they've got someone from new york city that comes in and does the costumes for the westlake play every year yeah well it's a big weekend this weekend on the 40 acres they got like 21 uh top recruits coming in to say hi and meet uh meet the sark gang and to your point uh johnny stepped on you a little bit on the ugly ugly tailgate but you to your point jamie it is it's like the the most five stars that I've seen lately coming into one school. And I've seen some of the videos. It's become a thing now. They show the videos when they walk into their hotel room. I'm sure TY's seen it showing all the stuff that's in there. Oh, my gosh. You talk about the, it, whatever you want to do. Let's go. It's all the um, nice cars they had lined up from last weekend. They, they pull yeah. out all the stops. Really? And a lot of these same recruits, Jamie, to your point, are just coming off official visits at Texas Tech at TCU. Um, so they're either coming off of those visits or after they leave the 40 acres, they're headed to visits like that. But it was funny, James Franklin, you know, made a, a comment recently, um, talked about, hey, this is this is no longer, I mean, he's stating the obvious. This is no longer coaching football, you know, like it was just even five years ago. It's It is now all the time. We, we, we thought we were working hard before. Now we're doing things that, you know, we thought we were going to have some time. We have no time off. There is no time off. And that's dangerous. You can burn out pretty quick in that deal. T.Y., they want to know if T.Y. and B.K. are the same height. I guess I was I'm misremembering, but after a lot of debating during the week, yes. I think we both are around 6'2". Yeah, I would say that. Yeah, BK's uh, about six two. Yeah, little red face guy who's got he, he's got similar knowledge that you do. He showed me for, he showed me the board for the first time when I was an intern here. Is that right? Mm-hmm. How was he as a coach, as a teacher, as a mentor? I bet he's pretty good. He was good. He was uh, loved Trey Elling, but he was better than Trey. Sorry, Trey. Um, <laughs> Uh, he, he just, he just, he just let me, he was like, have you ever run the board for? I said, no. And he was like, all right, well, I'm going to, I'm going to go to the bathroom. Good luck. <laughs> Godspeed. And that's the best way to learn. And this, this kind of stuff, if you ask me, Tra- so that's Tra- why I've trained people. The, the, the third is a bottom line up front guy. Uh, he's just like, here it is. This is, he tells you one time. And, and, you know, for me, I got to get told two or three times. It takes me a while to kind of figure this thing out. But yeah, I bet, I bet BK was a great little coach for you. Yeah, definitely well, someone. Definitely someone I look up point. to in the in the you know in the industry. Yeah, that's good. I'm BK. I think being a mentor. Well, at some point you're gonna have to uh, 
it'll probably happen, Jamie. What are your prediction? I think maybe 27, 28 years old, something will flip in T.Y. Henderson's life. Something will click differently yeah, that he hadn't felt yet. Yeah, probably prison. No. <laughs> I've avoided no. I've avoided the law for my entire life. That's not that's gonna that's not gonna change. You yeah. avoided the law. Well, yes. I mean, I, I'm not, nobody's perfect. You avoided. They weren't looking for you, were they? they no. You had to avoid them or hide. No, I've just, you know, there's the the police will get you for for little things. I've never. I mean, I'm. I've gotten one speeding ticket. That's all I've ever gotten. Very nice. Not wasn't in a school zone. No, it was not. Actually, I was riding on. I was riding on the shoulder on 360 to, to avoid traffic. And there was a cop just pulling everybody over, riding everybody tickets. He got me. Mm. Busted. He was to your point, Jamie, you. on the on the on the visits coming to UT, um, I think you make a great point when you say, if you're a quarterback coming to the University of Texas right now, hmm, yeah, that's a stacked deck right there. You better it's... you better have not only some talent but some extraordinary uh, behaviors and heart involved with that because you're gonna and maybe that's exactly what they need. Maybe they. But just know that somebody's going to come shopping in the yard sale in the portal, and they're going to come with half a milli. I don't think this thing can sustain itself uh, for years and years and years and years. I just don't. We will see. Unless, unless the money comes from somewhere else, not individuals. <laughs> All right, I'm headed to Cody, Wyoming. Say hi to Jeff for me. I'll say hi to Jeff Fry, Wes Welker, Hacksaw, Jim Duggan, Rocker, the pitcher from the Atlanta Braves. Oh, man, I've never been to Cody. I'm looking forward to fly fishing. Gentlemen, if you see a new kid, a new member of the team, remember how BK treated you, T.Y. I will. Be Peyton Manning. Go to Blake Gideon. Welcome him. We'll see you on the high ground.